ഫെർഡിനൻഡ് 
and he said that dessert was omelette surprise surprise omelette now what a terrible surprise it was to be assassinated the next day now that was done by a young man you the 18 gavrilo pinchep 1819 going on 19 now he did it because he was part of a well in our contemporary language terrorist group that wanted to liberate bosnia herzegovina and join it with serbia you know so he was a serbian nationalist now this happened on the 28th of june well austria hungary which always wanted to do something to serbia found an opportunity to do something so it talked to germany emperor kaiser wilhelm the second and he said you can be very tough with uh, uh, serbia but after that you know kaiser wilhelm were left on a cruise on the 5th of july and he was back only by the 27th of july and as you know anike there was no cell phone <laughs> so there was no way of contacting <laughs> okay but anyway vienna that is austro-hungarian empire it sent an ultimatum to serbia which was very humiliating and serbia more or less accepted the ultimatum and agreed to do whatever it could but uh, austria hungary was not satisfied it uh, declared war on serbia and started bombing by the 30th of july the emperor had returned kaiser had returned as i said on the 27th and he didn't want a war but uh, it was too late because francis joseph the emperor in vienna had already decided and you know in those days once a decision is taken and armies start moving by trains yeah nobody can interfere with the uh, you know timetable of uh, uh, of the trains okay it is very complicated then what happened so austria started uh, bombing serbia also and russia started mobilizing and austria also started mobilizing along the russian border okay so russia started mobilizing and that was on the 30th and 31st germany sent an ultimatum to russia stop mobilization and it sent another ultimatum to france please declare that you will be neutral you know if there is war between russia and germany and you should declare within 18 hours okay short well 1st august germany declared war on russia france ordered mobilization 2nd august german troops they marched to luxembourg and demanded access to belgium okay because don't forget 1830 all the five powers had signed on belgian neutrality that nobody should violate it okay 3rd august germany declared war on france 4th august london declared war on germany okay mainly because of the violation of german neutrality so 
That is how it occurred. Now let's look at the deeper reasons. For the deeper reasons, we have to go back to 1870. 1870, Prussia, there was no Germany then. Prussia, along with uh, its allies in Germany, I mean, there is no, technically there was no Germany. Okay. Defeated France in 1870, and the king of Prussia was. Uh, declared the emperor of Germany, okay? And for many in France, there was need for revenge, revenge. Okay, okay. France was always on the, what should I say, alert. A German attack will come again, and France had to not only defend, but also, you know, this time, finish okay. off with Germany. Okay. You know that? Okay. So yeah. France was sort of... Then, in Germany... That 1870, that was Bismarck who did it. But uh, the new Kaiser, young Kaiser, he dis practically dismissed Bismarck. And this young Kaiser was, what shall I say, very arrogant. Okay. And Germany did not have a navy. But okay. this young man read a book by Admiral Mahan, M-A-H-A-N, Okay. United States who okay. wrote a book, Sea Power and Its Importance in History. So he All started right. building Navy. Okay. That is on the one side, which the British didn't like. You know, British. Then there were the alliances. Okay. You know, alliances preparing or anticipating war. The Russia-France alliance. Okay. Russia-Serbia alliance. Germany-Austria alliance. Okay. Okay. So that is how it happened. So the war was fought between 1914 and 1918. So on the one side, we had Germany, Austro-Hungary, Turkey. Okay. And on the other side, we had France, Russia, Britain, Italy, Japan, and the United States, which joined the war only in 1917. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So a war that lasted for four years would have had a devastating effect on the people. And apart from that, it would have also had some major marks on the political scenario as well. So let's talk politics right now. Fabian, what happened to the people who were in power in the beginning of the war and by the end of the war? What, what really changed in the political power and the political alliance? Good. Let us start with Germany. Kaiser Wilhelm, he lost his job because Germany was getting defeated and there was revolt and there was a Weimar Republic. So the Kaiser was overthrown. Not only that, so it means that the German Empire came to an end. Okay. okay. Now Russia. The Tsar was there. 1917, 1918, the revolution in Russia, Bolshevik revolution, and the Tsar was overthrown. The Russian Empire came to an end. Okay. Incidentally, Lenin, without whom the Russian revolution would not have occurred, in the manner it occurred, was transported in a sealed trunk, train, compartment, by Germany from Switzerland to St. Petersburg. Okay. Why? Because they thought that, you know, 
this guy will start a revolution and the new government in Russia will start a peace treaty with Germany, which okay. Lenin did. Okay. Okay. So that is Russia. Austro-Hungary, again, the empire was finished. Hungary got separated. Czechoslovakia got separated. Yeah, yeah. That was that. Then Turkey, the Ottoman Empire, it also came to an end. And as you know, in West Asia, Iraq, Syria, and all that, the Palestine divided between France and Germany. Okay. So four empires met their end. End. Okay. Yeah. End. End. So that was, and you know, and that is what happened to those who were leading those. Now, let me also tell you about uh, uh, Wilson, President Wilson, who okay. took America to war because when the war started, he did not want to join the war. Okay. He proposed peace. Nobody listened to him. And then what happened was that Germany started the submarine warfare. That is, you know, any ship, commercial ship, uh, warship, doesn't matter, can be torpedoed. Okay. You know, it will just okay. go down with okay. all the people dying. Okay. So Germany once said it won't do it, but then it started. Secondly, Germany did something very foolish. Zimmerman, the foreign minister, sent a telegram to his ambassador in Mexico, telling Mexico, listen, please go and attack the United States. We shall help you recover the territories which you lost in a previous war. Okay. Now, the British, they intercepted the telegram, they got it, and they published it. Zimmerman telegram. So oh, oh, oh. Wilson was able to get public support for entering the war, which was in April 1917. Okay. And without America's entering the war, it may not have ended that soon. Because with America's entering the war, the side against Germany got such a big, you know, strength, you know, that Germany had no chance. Incidentally, America joining the war was in April 1917, and Lenin's reaching the Finland station in St. Petersburg was also in April 1917. Okay. Uh, Fabian, how did the war come to an end? It wasn't like one morning they woke up and they're like, oh, cool, let's stop the war, let's go ahead and party now, and let's blame Germany for all the faults, and you know, let's take all the money away. I mean, it did not happen then, right? the war would have ended systematically. So what led to the end of the war? Let's let's discuss that as well. What led to the end of the war was that uh, Germany had to surrender because it was losing territory. Okay. okay. Especially after the United States came in. Okay. You know, thousands of Americans coming to Europe. But then there was also a revolt you know, sort of a partly socialist, communist sort of revolt. And uh, as I said, there was a Weimar Republic. Now, what the German military did was very clever. They did not want to surrender. You know what I mean? So when they started the Paris conference, you know, Versailles, you know, in 1918, 1919, yeah. the Weimar Republic 
the civilian government had to sign the treaty. All right? Which was a very draconian treaty, which yes. uh, said that Germany had the war guilt, it had to pay compensation, it had to disarm, it had to lose territory and all that. But the German military then spread the story that Germany was not beaten on the battlefield and the civilian government had, you know, sort of signed the treaty, which Hitler made use of. And yeah. if we may say so, it was the Versailles Treaty of 1919, which planted the seed for the Second World War. And that's how the cookies crumble. Uh, that's about it for today. Fabian, uh, World War One, a very devastating story, and then World War Two, another devastating story. Uh, do you think there would be a World War Three that could ever happen, or is this going to be just the world just being very cold and very, you know, curt towards each other, or will there be a World War Three by any chance? Well, I cannot predict, but uh, I do not expect uh, another World War Three. But there can be conflicts, yes. but not uh, encompassing the whole world because it will be mainly air action and naval action as far as the big powers are concerned. Okay. But among the smaller powers, like what's happening in Ethiopia, like what is happening in Syria and all that, yeah. there can be wars. Okay. But not among the big powers, not among the P5 in the Security Council. All right. All right, cool, 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 cool. And that's what we learned today. I hope this episode has brought you some knowledge. Uh, just like me, I am super duper excited to have a great uh, teacher like Fabian, who's helping me understand the nuances of politics and the stories that lead to the larger world politics that would help you be a better person if you're traveling abroad. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be back with more episodes right here on Politics for Dummies. Uh, that's uh, KP Fabian. My name is Radio Aniket. And uh, make sure you follow us on HD Smartcast. And also, if you have any questions for Fabian or me, you can always hit me up on my Instagram. That's Radio Aniket. Do not hesitate. Shoot the question immediately and we'll get them answered in the next episode. Uh, but for now, thank you so much, Fabian. We'll see you in the next one. You have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you, Aniket. Uh, just a footnote. 40 million human beings died in the First World War. Let us remember that. Thank you. Okay. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.